Hello, 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 and welcome back to episode four of the Take Your Picks podcast. Oh, yeah, made it. Um, as always, today's uh, podcast has been uh, produced and distributed by Questionable Media. To my left, I have Mr. Zach Hawkins. Hello, doing hello. Doing all right. A little tired. Yeah, me too, honestly. And Caleb Head, how are you today? Doing good, doing good. I am actually not tired today. You're the uh, only one. Yeah, I'm not about that action. Today, it's hump day, man. It's hard to get it through. It really is. Middle of the week. Yeah, it's tough. But, <clears throat> you know, let's bring a little energy. We'll try and bring some energy. Uh, today's sponsor is, as always, Synth & Co. And that is S-Y-N-T-H-A-N-D-C-O. They're an up-and-coming clothing brand based out of Nashville, Tennessee, that promotes peace and love while also providing quality products. They're mostly interested in creating new products for their customers, so all their profits go right back in, into the brand. Um, no middlemen. You know, it's just them taking the money they get, reinvesting it in themselves. Um, you love to see the small man succeed, just like we are. Uh, and today, for the Take Your Picks podcast listeners, they're offering free shipping on all orders with the discount code PICKS, P-I-C-K-S, PICKS. Uh, to view their catalog, you can visit their website at www.synthenco.com, and also keep up to them, keep up to date with them in their newest releases at Synthenco on i on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I believe they just they're about to do their Twitter no, giveaway. They had it. They, they had just, it. Yeah, they yeah. had a lucky winner. They won a, a chain. <laughs> I don't awesome. remember who it was, but I saw it last I night. See, yeah, yeah, but I think Instagram's still up. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they've done that giveaway yet. But you can still keep up to date with them. Um, that's, again, at Synthenco, S-Y-N-T-H-A-N-D-C-O. Um, so, yeah, give them a follow. Go go check check them out. Buy some of their clothes. Great products. Uh, Hawk, I'll let you take it away and start the day off. Let's just dive right in. <laughs> dive on in. Um, we got a few topics we want to talk about today. We're going to start off with... Um, this Astro scandal that's been going on for what feels like ever now. Um, they finally set the over-under on hit-by-pitches in the season. It's <laughs> 83 and a half. Um, that's, that's an average to a little bit over one every other game. So every two games they're hitting one batter. It's that's a, lot. a low ball. It's, yeah, it's a lot, but at the same time, I, I think every team's going to get their licks. I think yeah. if a player has a vendetta, they're going to get their licks. Uh, I, mean, I think the Yankees are coming right for them. The Athletics are coming yeah. for them. Everyone in their division is going to come for them because yeah. they they suffered from it the most. Well, I think it's a uh, I think it's very ironic that I believe it was Springer. Is it George Springer? Yeah. So George Springer went on a podcast and was talking about how his favorite thing is when you you know peg a player at the plate because they did something unjust in the game. Well, it's very ironic that that he is a part of the, one of the biggest scandals probably ever in MLB history. I would say. All the superstars are out voicing their opinions. Aaron Judge is not very happy. Mike Trout's not very happy. Even LeBron James came out and publicly voiced his opinion on it. It's well, it's crazy. Anything he's gonna voice his opinion. On. Oh he, yeah, he well, talked about China. Like yeah, he, he's not it, afraid to talk. He's about not stuff afraid to talk here, about anything. Yeah. It's it's crazy though. Like it makes me think like if I was ever on a team and something like this happened, or if I was a fan of a team and it happened, like how do you react to it? it do you still do you still relish in the victory as much, or are you over here just kind of like what the hell like? It just, like, I feel even for players like Tony Gwynn Jr. who said that they were not pressured to be a part of it and who actually chose not to be a part of it, 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 it kind of makes you feel like like it's not earned, I feel like, because you cheated the whole time. 
Oh, it's tainted forever. Yeah, yeah. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth, you know? And especially for the rest of the MLB, when the commissioner comes down and says they're not going to do anything, the World Series trophy's a piece of metal. Like, that's a terrible look because if you remember... Commissioner said that? Yeah, yeah, the commissioner came out and said the trophy's a piece of metal. It's really hard for a commissioner to get fired, but, like, if it's going to happen, this would be as close as it's going to get in any major sport right now. Everyone, Everyone is just... An uproar about this, especially with the way he's handling it. They didn't. They're not handing down any kind of punishment to the players. Uh, That's crazy. The players themselves are going to take care of it amongst the players' association. I'm assuming, and like with, through throughout the game itself. But for uh, for him to not to come down and basically say that he doesn't give a fuck or give a hell or whatever you want to say about that, what's going on, it's it, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. It's a bad look on the sport, and I think he is in some serious hot water. And the owners are going to be very, very vocal about what's going on because it, it takes the entire owners' association to be like, okay, we need a new commissioner. We need to figure this out. It's just rough because I mean, even that trophy in 2017 was after that big flood in Houston where JJ Watt raised like 16 million dollars or whatever. That was the same year, and to come out and just say, ah, it's a piece of metal. Well, that trophy meant the world to Houston. That was so huge for them. And then, I mean. You're even coming out and telling the Houston fans, like, it's just a piece of metal at yeah. the end of the day. I think any commissioner who says something like that is bound to catch, to catch hell because you can't just come out and say that your trophy is just a piece of metal. Like, that's what all of the people under you are working to get. That's that's why time. you're in business is that yeah. piece of metal. You, yeah. like, you build that. Yeah, you make you make your money. You play in baseball. You play 162 games a season for it to come down to one month where you earn a trophy. Yeah, like that, and it means so much to everybody. That's why you have parades. That that I mean, sports brings people together, well, obviously, but it, World Series trophies brings people really close. Well, like, that's it. That's what you got in sports. Like, yeah, every little kid, you know. Tommy in the backyard over here catching pot flies, acting like he's robbing home runs. He's imagining himself winning the World Series trophy as an, as an adult. Yeah. Like, you cannot just come out and tell all these little kids that it's just some piece of metal and that basically everything they're idolizing in these athletes means nothing to the athletes as well. Uh, you're, you're diminishing your own brand, and it's not something you should ever do, or it's not a good look. It's just not a good look. He almost went to bat for them over everyone else and, and over baseball. Do think, yeah, it, do it, you think they signed him when he went to bat for them? It, <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. It's almost like he is a part of it, though. Like, he just wants to sweep it under the rug like it never happened. Like, he, it's it's almost as if it's tainting himself, which it is. It's tainting himself as a commissioner, but it's when he wants to act like it never happened. And but you, you just can't, just you do, can't that. do that. It ruined careers, as many have pointed out. Um, all their stats are tainted now. Yeah, like it doesn't like however long they've done it, all of them are tainted. Yeah. Well, who, they beat the Yankees. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they beat the Yankees. Jose so like, Altuve won the MVP over think, Aaron think, Judge. Think about it. Like those guys. What if they never get back? What if that was their only? I mean, I, I doubt it. I doubt, I'm sure the Yankees will be back at some point in the future. But like, what if what if something happens and one of those guys gets a career ending career ending injury, and they never get to go back and play for it? And they had a legitimate shot, and they probably should have won. I mean, it's a good point, yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, all of that being said, I would be pissed off if I was any team playing yeah. the Astros. I'm taking the over on the hit-by-pitch. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering when it's going to turn from 
Because there's going to be a breaking point during the season. Yeah. Where it goes from them getting hit by pitches to them starting brawls because they're getting hit by pitches. When do they play the Yankees? Because they're not going to take that shit all year long. But you, it's like you, you have what to. you sow. If the commissioner is going to turn a blind eye, the players are going to take it amongst themselves to do something about oh, it. Oh, exactly. But I'm saying it's going to start turning into brawls. Like yeah. Houston's not going to stand there and take these these pitches it'll turn into more than just brawls on the field fans are going to get involved eventually and yeah. it's going to start being like oh i'm getting beer thrown on me every time i'm at any away stadium yeah. it, even mean, probably at their home stadium they might get some lash i'm astros, sure some of their fans aren't happy so. yeah but if you're if you're an astros fan i'd say just stay away from away games yeah. for this year. i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't really voice your opinion on much at all like i get i get i get you want a trophy and you want to be proud about it but like you you just can't you can't feed the fire by voicing out against it. They'll, the thing is, is, they'll always have that trophy now. Because yeah. he said he's not going to strip it from And him. the city of Houston just has that F.U. mentality. Yeah. yeah. It's like, just take the trophy and move on. Yeah. Just be happy. I mean... It could have been worse. They should have gotten... I think they should have at least gotten a two-year postseason ban. I think they should... Even regardless of yeah. their record, I think they should have... Especially if you let them keep the, the trophy. Yeah. Uh, because it's just it's kind of ridiculous. I know they're not doing it now, but they cheated to win the most coveted award in your sport. Well, yeah. so do you believe? So let's say I'm not really sure what their roster is looking like, but let's say they come out and they're they're lights out. Oh, they're gonna be no, good. they yeah. are like they're gonna okay, win. Sick. They're gonna win 88 to 100 games. So let's yeah. say they they make it back. Do you find that there's possible MLB like inside the MLB where they're gonna be trying to? Shave the them? games from, and prevent them from getting back to this point. I mean, I think that if that does happen, because it's got to happen. I mean, I'm sure some of the umpires, you know, like yeah, that's true. They can't be happy about it because umpires, yeah. as much as they're not supposed to, they love baseball. That's why they're umpires. They also have fan. They're also fans of teams. Well, and whether also, they shouldn't be or not. Also, they just probably believe, like I'm the one that's supposed to be calling these strikes and balls. You should have seen and, it. Like he, I can tell he's swinging for something that I didn't even like. There's no way of knowing was coming. So I'm sure they hate that shit. Like, they've got to hate that. Well, everyone everyone around the MLB hates this. Well, it's like equivalent and, to, like, counting cards in, like, a casino. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like, because you, I mean, you know it's coming. At the end of the day, you know it's coming, yeah. You know it's coming. Except for in a casino, the you're just stealing from the big man. Right, right. In the MLB, you're stealing from everyone. Yeah. And you're stealing from your peers. Yeah, you're, you're stealing, supposed to be, like. You're not just stealing money. You're stealing pride, dignity, respect. like Everything. Yeah. So all these player associations exist. These guys know all the players they're going against when they're cheating. That's the thing. Is they like they know exactly who they were hurting and they know what they were doing. Yeah, and that's the worst part is they made like a conscious decision to say, "Hey, yeah, we know these guys, but we're gonna kind of undercut them, or we're just gonna cheat, and we're gonna win." It's like, just crazy to me that they thought, "Oh, this will never get out." It's like a hustle. Like, they how do they think them. it would never get out? I don't know, especially with the way that te- players change teams. Exactly. If, if the Astros wronged one player, which it yeah. seems like they did, then he's gonna tell immediately. He's yeah. gonna say, "Yeah, get him out of here." Um, it's just it's ridiculous, crazy. but yeah, I'm taking the over 83 and a half. That's yeah. low. Yeah, that's a low ball for sure. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be upper 90s for sure. Upper 90s. It, it's just gonna be there's gonna be a lot of raw motion behind a lot of these pitches. And I think there's gonna be more. There's gonna be multiple in games. Oh yeah, like, well you get multiple pitchers. They're gonna be more. Yeah. There's multiple personalities behind every pitch that gets that gets pegged like against a, a player. I feel like. like by the time every pitcher's ready to come out, he's just gonna yeet some player and be like, all right. I'm getting tossed anyways. Who's next? Like, they could just put in a reliever who's just meant to just hit a guy yeah. and yeah. take him out. Like, oh, you got ejected. That's fine. We planned on that. Yeah. You know, that. I mean, that'd like, be insane. Like, it's going to be a strat. Throw him yeah. inside. There's going to be a lot of things that go on in, yeah. 
lot, lots curious. of inside pitches. I'm curious to see how it goes. Yeah, Hopefully. I would. I would be. I would be willing. I would. I would think a more interesting uh, thing would be like how many of them get hit in the head. I know that. No. I know that. I know that's an. Under- I think rule. they'll stay away from. That. I think they'll see, stay away from see, too. See, but I think this is such a big deal that even though it is an under rule, you sh- you shouldn't do that. I get it, but like, it's gonna happen. At least once. To be fair, some of them might throw high, but I don't think they'll intentionally. I don't think anyone ever aims for the head because yeah. that's just that's really you can messed go, up I mean, to do. I mean, yeah, that's that's, 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 that's the lowest you low for sure. Yeah, I don't. I think the reason you hit somebody is just to kind of be like f you. Like it's so, not about hurting yeah, them. Piece. It's literally just being yeah. Like you're a pos. Yeah. And that's mostly why, the, like, where they'll hit them is just they'll hit them in the hip, they'll hit them in the back. Cause square in the back hurts too. And that's kind of <laughs> getting just hit like, in the knee. Yeah, like, like exactly. Hands. But yeah. the head is just there's too many injuries these days where it'll catch them in the jaw, and it's like just if you're that pitcher it. who will catch them in the jaw rather than the head, it's unacceptable. Like you, you can't risk that. Yeah. Especially if they find out that it was intentional. You're right. That's drastic. That, like that costs you like bands. Yeah, which the commissioner would probably do more for that than he did for the trophy anyway. Probably but, so. Uh, I guess we'll find out. Baseball season starts soon. When um, spring training? A couple I, weeks? I think it starts next week or two weeks from now. I, 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 starts running large, I think. I think. It's, yeah, no. it's got to be soon. Pitchers and catchers reported last week. Okay. So I, I do believe it's early, early March, late February. Nice. Um. You want to move on? Yeah, yeah, we'll move on. XFL Week 2, little recap. Um, New York sucked. New York looked terrible. Matt McGloin made some great comments about his team. He did exactly what the XFL was made for. Talked yeah. shit about his team. I, I loved it. I mean, him totally ripping apart his coaching staff at halftime is what you is what you expect, and it's what it had to be. It had to have happened at some point, and it happened early. Like Someone had to don the cape of the Dark Knight, and someone had to do this to make the NFL and WWE fully come exactly. together. Exactly, and Matt McGloin was perfect, because Matt McGloin is just, a, he's just the guy. He's a fighter. He's got that passion. He's not afraid to say anything, and he knows he was he knows he knows was part of the issue Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, but it's terrible. He doesn't want to put all the issues and all the blame on himself, obviously, but I mean, he knows he's 50-50 with the coaching staff, because he's got he's to lead the team. But the the fiery passion that came out right on that reporter and like there was a lot of backlash for it and a lot of people were getting mad about it. But like, that's what it is. It's, it's the extreme football league. That's what they're supposed to be doing. That's what they're out there to try to get. They're trying to get the raw emotion. I saw the running back Elijah Hood. He had fumbled. He came off the field. The reporter was trying to ask about the fumble. You could tell he was pissed off. He gave his reaction. He's like, I just fumbled the ball. I just dropped it. He basically was just like, leave me alone. I'm trying to focus on the game. And that, and they they're they're digging for it. I mean, they're there to get. Your raw emotion and just they want you to blow up on them. I'm sure they have incentives if you blow up on them. Like it's just part of it. That's what you want to see. It makes the ratings. That's what you want. You want you want you want the passion. You want them cussing out reporters like, man, yeah, I suck. I I fucked up. Like the coaching staff sucks. Blah blah. blah. We're just getting our asses kicked. What do you expect? Like we play. We're playing like shit. This is what you. This is what you want. Back in the day, they used to put nicknames on the back of the jerseys. I, I would love for that to come back. Yeah, I think, Just they, a small I think they side. said they're not going to do that, though. That's fair because it's um, gimmicky, and yeah. you can kind of put whatever you want. Because that's, like, one of the main things. I was like, oh, they're going to do that? And they're like, no. Nah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, but Cardell Jones, another story, 23 for 37, 276 yards, two touchdowns. Another great day uh, for him. He has not lost a game since high school. Yep. As a starter, I should say. Mm-hmm. He's, I think, 14-0 since high school. Kind of crazy. But the defenders, they look like... I think the second best team. I think Houston's got them beat. 
Uh, but they don't play till later in the season. It'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, I'm uh, super excited for that game. It, it sucks that it comes in week seven and it's so far away. Uh, Cardell Jones, he's been he has been going off and he's showing some real like NFL capabilities. Possibly, I've been seeing comparisons of him being the next you know generational big quarterback. He's he's a stout dude. They're comparing him to like Ben Roethlisberger and and type players like that, to where you can you're kind of mobile, but you're more so just built and you can break sacks and break tackles in the backfield easily just to make the play happen. There was a lot of talk about how he's. I mean, there were NFL players coming out saying how he's he's better than a lot of the backups and the guys that are at practice for the NFL guys. And like, well, he's you just got to remember he's young. He only got those two full years, right? Yeah, yeah. So he got he only has a full year starting in college, and then he got some games in the NFL. I believe he so didn't even get a full a, year in college. Yeah, he so went, he went after the, the three games he played. Okay, yeah. So. Well, even then, he's 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 raw. He's young. Mm-hmm. He's only twenty two, I think, twenty three, maybe a little older. But he, he's about to hit his prime, he's about to hit stride, and he's he's learning the game. I, I think he's going to have a spot on the NFL roster by next season, especially after... If he wants Yeah, If he wants it. If he doesn't win MVP in the XFL yeah, and thrive with endorsements. Like we said earlier, you got to have the poster child of the XFL. If he, if he wants to stay and make his money in the XFL, man, props to you. Go go run it. Go be, go be the Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady of the XFL, whatever you want. But if you can... I just wouldn't be surprised if he made a practice squad at least or got some kind of look at the training camps. Uh, I agree. Um, Tampa Bay and Seattle was the next game. It was Battle of the Worsts, Noah's team. You don't mean that. I do mean that. Noah's mean team that. prevailed. Seattle won 17-9. It was ugly. Um, so you can't say Battle of the Worst when we're not the worst, bro. We got Not anymore. W. You're right. Um, Silvers, your quarterback, was 7-18. for 18. He had a touchdown. He had a pick. It was very average. But... Can't get worse than Tampa Bay's quarterbacks, who didn't even play Aaron Murray. He still hurt. had three interceptions. They would have had six if they had played Aaron Murray. Probably. Right? Yeah, Probably. T- uh, Tampa Bay's a dumpster fire. They they just in the XFL, it's a rebuilding the year. Yeah, yeah, it's a rebuilding <laughs> it, year for it, them. They just can't find, the get it right in football. Tampa Bay can't figure it out. They haven't even scored an offensive touchdown this year. They're playing three quarterbacks. Aaron Murray was hurt. They went to this Cornelius dude, who's like their third string guy. He came out one for five and threw a pick, and then they went to Quentin Flowers, and he, he went like three for four for like 15 yards, but he's a running quarterback. I think th- there's a petition going on that they t- to get Flowers to be the starter. They're probably going to give Murray another shot when he comes back. There's a lot of talk about how he just is the best quarterback they have, and I mean, we all, we, we, we all dislike Aaron Murray. He, he's not very good. We don't believe he's very good. I personally think they need to give Flowers a shot, especially if they start out 0-3. And if they let Aaron Murray come in, he just has another subpar game and they can't figure it out at quarterback. Why not give this guy a shot? Can't get any worse than 0-3. I mean, anywhere but up now, right? You know, you can't go 0-4, You can't. But it can get better. They can score an offensive touchdown. Halfway you got to find, find, find little victories. They, they just need an offensive touchdown to get going. They haven't even got one yet. They got they got a pick six last week. That's the, that's the only scoring they had besides the field goal. I think the week before they only had a field goal. So... They, no, get, they, they also get, didn't get the extra weeks. point. When they got the pick six, they did not get oh, the yeah, extra they, point. Oh, yeah, they got stuffed. So <laughs> They have yet to put the ball in the end zone. Period. They need to That's figure it out. That's for sure. Halfway through the season when the XFL shows that they're here to stay, Johnny Manziel is going to join a team. That would be all, I would be all for and that. It's probably going to be Tampa. If Johnny Manziel joins a team, I am immediately hopping on that bandwagon. I, well, he said he doesn't want to join because he's afraid the league's going to fall apart. I understand that. Honestly, him joining could push revitalize the it. 
I was going to say push the falling apart. You think so? He joined too early. I think if he joins. That's fair, but dude, Tampa Bay needs somebody. Yeah, but it's excitement, man. Well, it's excitement, but also it's just like, I mean, yeah, Isn't I guess he gets numbers 30? and stuff. He is but getting up there. Dude, like, he just crumbles in every position he's in. I just ever. feel like he would be. This is what he's made for, though. Think about all the stuff he liked he la- or he or had at Texas A&M. He was just... Do you think a, he's really a winner, or is he just a baller? I don't even... I think he's, he's just, just, he's just a, baller. a baller. He's yeah, a stat he, guy. I don't care if he yeah. wins games or not. He's out there to go out there and smack talk reporters and yeah, get people to watch the sh- watch it. Yeah. He's just entertainment. He doesn't... Who, it's like Jameis Winston. He, he, anytime he throws the ball, anyone can score. It doesn't matter if you're on or off the field. Yeah. Like... You know they approached Tim Tebow? As well, that would be cool. He would never. He, he's no, he's, he's, he's a big no. MLB guy. Yeah. I wonder what his his opinion is on the Astro scandal. <laughs> I'm sure they've talked. They just need to go find God. Yeah, they had interviews the other day about him. But uh, moving on. Oh, uh, Seattle won that game 17-9. Yeah, it it really wasn't that close. Um, <coughs> Dallas. You alright, man? Good. Beat the Los Angeles Wildcats 25 to 18. This was a game that was real close for the entire time. Um, it was kind of a garbage time touchdown at the end that pushed the spread. But uh, highlights in this game, Cameron Artis Payne had 99 yards and two touchdowns. Was it Auburn? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Back I thought, in the I day. he was in the league. Nah, mm-hmm. He used to play for the Panthers. He used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now nah, he's balling he's, out he's for the – He's getting a lot better chance. Yeah, he, got, he had 13 carries – or 14 carries, 99 yards, two touchdowns. One was a 21-yarder. And I think fun. last he week he had some yards, too. He was Cam, wasn't he? Yeah. He, uh, he was something like that, yeah. He he right, he's a he's 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 a better runner than people want to give him credit for. I know Landry Jones and them are an air raid offense, but I mean they got it done on the ground. They they could they showed they could do a little bit uh, a little bit of every way. They could go run or pass. Uh, another fun fact: Cardell Jones, you said was undefeated as a starter. So is Landry Jones. He's thirteen and zero. He's never lost a start. He's also thirty years old. I actually didn't know Landry Jones was that he's old. Thirty? Yeah. I was listening to the game, or I was watching the game. I saw Landry Jones moving, and he ran for like a 12-yard first down, and I was thinking like, wow, this guy is just slow as shit. He was literally running like he had hurt himself. Yeah, I mean, his knee was messed up, but he was just hobbled, man. And and then they were like, yeah, 30 years old, Landry Jones. I was like, wow, that explains a lot for why he was just moving so slow. (laughs) It explains why he has a 6'4", 40. (laughs) Had no idea he was that old, but but hey, they're just rocking it still. Let's, Let's see if they can keep grinding out to next week. Josh Johnson in his first start, 18 for 34, ended up with two touchdowns. Uh, not bad. Um, it seems like their receivers just don't get that open because he sat in the pocket for a long time. And, of course, I, you can't see on the camera downfield, so you don't know who's open, who's not. But he, he sat in that pocket for probably a little too long at times, and he would take sacks or he'd scramble for, like, two yards. And uh, I think going forward, I think they'll get a lot better. Uh, I think Los Angeles has a chance to definitely turn it around. They're, I think they're owned too. They played Houston the first week. That's a tough matchup. Houston's definitely the best. And then they also had Dallas this week, who's not a bad team by any means. So I'm looking for L.A. to kind of beat your Seattle, Tampa Bay, New York teams. And no uh, They're beating Seattle. No chance. They are. They have a chance against St. Louis, but... I don't know if they'll win it, but they they could win. I'm gonna go laugh three or four the games when we win the ship, boys. I will, you gotta make the playoffs first now. Yeah, <laughs> top four. How many? Is it just top, top four? four? Oh shit! Yeah. I will say, uh, LA. I think they improved a lot from week one to week two. Mm-hmm. Wait, isn't that half the league? Yeah, there's oh, only eight teams. Okay. So yeah, uh, Josh Johnson came in first start. 
in a long time. You can tell he's a little rust rusty. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they had I agree. Their their receivers they, they they find a hard time to get open. Nelson Spruce is really all they got. Nelson Spruce is really all they got. He's a, he's a slot guy though. He he just works ten yards in. He, he did catch a forty four yard bomb because he got uh, he took a post route deep. I will say Josh Johnson. He, he missed his receivers a couple times. They, they they had a couple opportunities in the red zone. They fumbled it once or twice. He just overshot a couple of receivers. They could have scored a lot more points. I will say going forward, I think LA has a really good shot to turn it around. Maybe not this week. I think they cover the spread, but I think it's going to take another week of getting used to Josh Johnson as the quarterback for them to really turn it around. Maybe week four they get their first win. They'll probably start out 0-3. I, if, they really just need to keep the game close. I, I believe it's an eight-point spread. If they keep it within the eight points, that's that's a good look. Mm-hmm. If they can pull it out, I, I believe they're at the home at home this week. If they pull, If they can pull it out, that'd be great. But Josh Johnson seems to be the guy going forward, and I agree with it. He he looked good at times, but you can tell he's rusty. He just needs to get those throws down, his timing down with his receivers, and they'll be good. And then the last game, Houston won 28-24. Jordan Chalmu, 30 for 37, three touchdowns, two interceptions. And Walker, last week's MVP, looked great again. 20 for 31, three touchdowns. Um, this was a good one. This I mean, it proves St. Louis is a good team. They game plan uh, very good. Uh, and uh, Tiamu looks good as a quarterback. I mean, it, it's kind of – he did throw two interceptions, but three touchdowns. I mean, Tampa Bay hasn't even scored a touchdown with three quarterbacks. So, for St. Louis to kind of find their guy in this young Tiamu, it's good. It's a good look for them. Uh, excited for what's to come in, in week three. We'll talk about that a little later. We can – I mean, y'all want to talk about it now? We're already here. Uh, what's next? Champions League. We'll go ahead and jump into Champions yeah, League. Yeah, we'll, we'll switch it up for a second. Because I really don't have much for XFL later. That's fine. That's fine. Champions League. We had some news. Uh, Liverpool upset 1-0, if you call it that. Liverpool, I thought, was the better team than Atletico. But yeah, I mean... Atletico came out hot. I mean, scoring in the first four minutes. Well, they just played Simeone ball. You know, they just bullied. Like, the style of soccer they play isn't necessarily pretty. Like, you wouldn't compare it to, like, a Barcelona or, like, a Ju- Juventus or even Man City. Like, it's not the pretty passing game, tiki-taki. It's more of just, like, a in comparison to, like, the bad boys Pistons, really. Like, they're just mean, and they just grind, and they're going to bully you until they get the result that they want. And it doesn't work all the time, especially against top teams like Liverpool. But Liverpool's been in a bad stretch. Like, obviously, I'm saying that, and they've won, like, 18 games in a row. But they've not been pretty wins. They've been winning some one one nils, um, two ones that haven't been very pretty. You know, they played Wolverhampton um, last week or the week before. And the whole time I thought Adama Traore was going to bury one. He created so many chances um, but just couldn't put one in. But Liverpool just hasn't looked, like... Yeah, they've been grinding out results, but they just haven't looked great. Juventus kind of in a similar state right now, grinding out results, but it's not really pretty right now. Um, but yeah, Atletico uh, Diego Simeone, he's a great coach. Um, he's instilled a great philosophy with them to just play dirty football and you know get wins. So it was in Atletico one uh, nil. They go back to An- Anfield in three weeks, I think two weeks, I think three weeks. Uh, no, 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 I think I think there's a gap week. Um, but when they go to Anfield, it'll probably be a different story. Anfield's really hard to win in. Um, they haven't lost a game there all year, uh, I don't think. 
So probably Liverpool ends up battering them 3-0, 3-1, you know, either way. As long as it's not like 3-2 or anything like that, they get the win and um, they'll go on in the next round. I think I think they'll end up beating them, truthfully. Uh, I don't think Atletico has it in them to keep up for another 90 minutes. Um, so it's goal differential, right? So yeah, if Liverpool but, wins this game 3-1, they win by two goals, so they get to move on. They won by one goal, but yeah. Or yeah, one goal. But if they but, win 3-2, then Atletico moves on because yes, of because the away, of away goal. goals. Yeah, away okay. goals hold more value. Gotcha, gotcha. So the only way this could go into PKs is if Liverpool won 1-0. Um, any other way, Liverpool needs to win by two. If Atletico scored, Liverpool needs to win by two goals. Gotcha. Uh, so one goal's huge. Yeah, yeah it is. But other game um, yesterday is Dortmund um, PSG beating PSG yeah two to one. I mean PSG they've got the star talent you know all they really care about is the Champions League in France or in Paris I should say because I mean everyone makes fun of them for being in a farmers league because France is not known to have a super good um, you know soccer league but uh, they're obviously good teams every year and stuff. But they care so much about the Champions League, and they've never been able to put their, uh, you know, stamp on it. And they're just like fiending for one so bad. Neymar is, um, you know, the, all of Paris is, and Mbappe definitely is. Uh, and this might be their last chance, to be honest, with the team that they've got right now. Because I'm, you know, more than likely this summer window hits, Neymar's probably going somewhere else. Um, Mbappe, unless he just really believes in this new coach that they've got. He's probably going to Real Madrid. Um, I would guess more than likely that's probably going to happen because Real don't really need to shell out money for a lot of players. They have a lot of guys on loan they can bring back this year. So probably Mbappe goes to Real. Um, PSG then will have a lot of money, which they always have a lot of money to do with what they want. They'll obviously go buy star players. They don't know how. They have no idea how to build talent. They only know how to buy it. Um, but. Regardless, this is their year if they want, if they really, really want a good chance. They have a really good, solid team on paper. They just can't come together all the time on the field. But then again, they're playing at Dortmund, um, the brick wall, wall of yellow, whatever you want to call it. It's probably one of the hardest places in the world to play in. Um, Erling Holland is maybe the best informed striker in the world right now. Uh, young guy, but I mean, he's he is already in double digits. Um, goals for Dortmund, and he's not even been there for a month. So I mean, that's, that's insane. Yeah, it's really stupid. He scored something like six goals in his first ninety minutes of, of action. Good lord. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's incredible. Um, and everyone knew he's going to be incredible. Man United really scuffed it. They didn't have much of a chance to get him. He didn't want to go there. But I mean, they could have shelled out cash for him um, if they really wanted to. But yeah, Erling Holland, great goal. Uh, the only reason that PSG even scored is because Mbappe made an incredible uh, cut cut from midfield out out wide on the right and then back in. Just had a simple little layoff to Neymar, put it in. Um, actually, the second goal that uh, Holland scored, uh, oh, I'm going to mess up his name. His last name is Reyes. He's an American player for Dortmund. Um, he came on, and he's the youngest American ever to get an assist or goal uh, in the Champions League. That's so awesome. It's actually a really big deal for yeah. American soccer. Um, he came on and just spotted him across the middle, and obviously Erling Holland hit an absolute worldy, um, like pa- like past the top of the box. It was unbelievable. I mean, no keeper in the world saving it. 
but yeah, it was some fun soccer, honestly. Um, today we've got uh, Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta versus Valencia. Hey, I'm proud of you. You got it down now. Yeah. You struggled for the first while, but you got it down now. <laughs> Called it Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got Atlanta, which is an Italian team. Um, really attack heavy. Really, really good at scoring goals. Not very good at defense, but that's kind of where they're fun to watch. And Valencia, a little more sound as an overall team. Um They've been struggling this year a little bit, though, especially against top sides, but Atalanta is not a top side, even though they are good on the offensive. Should be a really exciting two legs of football to watch. Um, like, I'm more excited for that than a lot of these other games because it's just like these are like two little, you know, dogs just going at it, man. And, like, the others are giants who are established and have been here before. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is just the round of 16. These dudes are fighting. Because going to the round of eight for either of these teams is like winning a Champions League to some of these other teams. It just It's just different, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's a different level. So, and then I believe the other game today... Uh, Tottenham? Oh, yeah. Leipzig. Tottenham and uh, Red Bull. Uh, or I should say Red Bull. They don't like that. RB Leipzig. Uh, RB Leipzig is really good this year. Um, they have Timo Werner. He's a striker who's... On par with Erling Holland and Lewandowski for the best strikers in Germany. I mean, Germany has some of the best scoring talent in the world right now. Um, RB Leipzig might be the best team in Germany this year. You know, you always hear Bayern and Dortmund. Um, but, I mean, Mont Gladbach's good this year. Um, but RB Leipzig is a very, very good team. That'll be a fun one to watch, too. Um, Even with all the Tottenham injuries? Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun just because you've got the content of Jose Mourinho out there now. He's a content machine, so win or loss, it'll be funny to watch <laughs> him. Uh, he was, for those who aren't big soccer people, he was the former Man United coach who I'm sure you saw at some point in the headlines was like raging about something because he always is. Um, and it's funny, he came into Tottenham with like, oh, it's going to be great, happy-go-lucky style, but then you knew it was going to only fall to like him being a complete psychopath once again, which um, it did. Um, and it's beautiful. But he doesn't have Harry Kane right, doesn't have um, Youngman's son. Um, I'm not sure about all the inj other injuries. They're missing a key cornerback. I can't remember who it is. Or centerback, not cornerback. I uh, can't remember who it is. Probably Vertonghen or Alderweireld. I don't know which one's hurt. I can't remember. I try not to pay too much attention to Tottenham, honestly. Not that they just like aren't that exciting to me. They're usually just disappointing. <laughs> well, it's like Harry Kane's so fun, but Harry Kane is also, he runs a subpar 40. Like, he is a slow man. He's just like a target man. Like, get him the yeah. ball and let him do something. Like, get him the ball within the yeah. near the box and he'll just shoot it. Yeah. It's fun and to watch in the World Cup. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. England was England's super really fun. England's really fun, yeah. Yeah, and they got Jaden Sancho, dude, for Dortmund, who's also Sancho one of their best players. Uh, I mean, England's super fun to watch. But, you know, Deli Ali constantly disappointing. Um, I will say one player I do love watching is Lucas Moira. He's great. Um, they got rid of Danny Rose, so I liked watching him, but he's not there anymore. I don't know. I just I'm not super into Tottenham. Uh, I will watch for Timo Werner for Leipzig. He'll, he'll be fun. Uh, moving forward on to next week, a um, couple big games on the Tuesday. It'll be Napoli and uh, Barcelona um, on one. Uh, these games run simultaneous, so in America we only get one of them, um, unless you, which of course I would never, but unless you stream them illegally online, but of course <laughs> I would never do that, ever. We don't condone illegal streaming. Wink, nah. wink. But watch your soccer however yeah. you can. 
find it any way possible. Yeah. But the other one that is going to be on TNT will be Chelsea-Bayern. Um, Should be a pretty good game. I'm excited. Yeah, Napoli-Barcelona uh, won't be... I don't, I'm not too interested in it. Like, that just seems like they're going to play, yeah, pretty football for a while. But I don't know. It just doesn't excite me. But Chelsea-Bayern, that'll be fun. It's got a lot of appeal to it. Um, yeah, I like using Chelsea a lot on FIFA. Pulisic or just... Just Chelsea. Oh, yeah. I hate Chelsea just because of their history. But uh, They're just one of the teams I know by name. I'm like, yeah, Chelsea, I'll be them. Yeah, that's... Or like Arsenal, that's any of those are. guys. <laughs> Caleb's a big but, John Terry fan. Oh, God. John Terry. Makes me, <laughs> that's one of the main reasons why I hate Chelsea is John Terry. He's an absolute scum, scumbag. <sighs> the worst human of any kind that there is. And I can't believe they tout him as a club let... You know what? But, uh, so, Chelsea-Bayern, that'll be fun. Lewandowski and Bayern are peaking right now. They look so good. Like You should say no f- right now, guys. He's got a raging boner for these guys right now. I, I mean, watching Can't them play right now is phenomenal. Like, they look so good. They looked so bad earlier this season. Uh, had a manager switch. Can't recall the new manager's name right now. Um, I should have pulled up more stuff in front of me. But Lewandowski okay. is like a gazelle because he's just big yeah. and fast and he's so good. Yeah. And he's so graceful. Dude, and Thomas Muller, since since this new coach has come in, has stepped up again just as the amazing distributor that he's always been. But good God, he's like 75 <laughs> years old. Yeah. But he's just out there, man, creating plays, making assists. It's it's phenomenal. But they'll be fun to watch. <laughs> Truthfully, Chelsea don't stand a chance. Um, but they have a lot of young talent. Mason Mount, um, Tammy Abraham, Christian Pulisic. Uh, a lot of these guys that are going to be really fun to watch. Because uh, they'll be they'll be fighting for it, and you know Lampard, I think he's got got these guys the right message. Because all these young guys want to be a club legend one day, while they're learning from the man that is probably the biggest club legend in Chelsea history. Um, so I think they've got the right attitude. Should be fun. I believe it's at Stamford Bridge, so Chelsea has um, the edge there. But Bayern probably going to win that one pretty handily. Uh, should be good, good fun to watch though. Um, the day after that, Wednesday, is going to be Juventus versus Lyon. Um, I don't know how we got this draw. I'm a Juventus fan, by the way. I don't know if I've said that on this podcast I'm not before. Sure. I know you're a Pistons fan. Yeah, that's been so yeah, that's funny. for damn sure. Uh, I'm not a Ronaldo fan. Actually, don't really like the guy that much. Yeah, it's Zach. That's Zach. He's Everyone a Real likes fan. Ronaldo. That's not true. Everyone likes Ronaldo. Dude. If you don't know soccer and you turn on a TV one day and see Ronaldo, you'd be like, yeah, I'm a fan. He's real good. But otherwise, no. Well, the reason I don't like him is because he ruined my hopes and dreams as a Juventus fan for so many years. So we said, fuck this. You're not going to do this anymore. We're going to buy you. That way you can't knock us out of the, of the finals or the semifinals over and over again. Luckily, he was going through so much tact tax problems yes. that he was like yes please get me to yes, Italy. i need this money i need it my uh my favorite memory or not my favorite one of my like i guess demoralizing memories of ronaldo is when i started watching soccer and he had the header against america usa in the round or in the pool play when he was on portugal oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. They beat us, yeah they beat us one zero see i just picture when i think of like loathing ronaldo which i don't anymore he's a uva player obviously i'll always back our guys but when I think of my peak loathing Ronaldo is I'm sitting in Casa Vieja with, which is a Shout local Mexican Casa. restaurant, with three waiters sitting at my table with me. We're all watching the game middle of the day, and it's the semifinals. He goes up and does the uh, does a bicycle kick straight to the top right corner to, to put Juve out. And then immediately following, 
Gigi Buffon, our goalie, gets a uh, gets a uh, sent off and fouls this guy. Gets sent off because of uh, a foul that wasn't a foul, and I still to this day believe it. And then we lost because of that. I can just back. imagine you saying, "Remember yeah, that game, Casa with these waiters watching this game." Just we were pissed. all pissed, dude. Yeah. These guys were like, for some reason, I think they were Barca fans. And so they just hate Ronaldo, obviously. And we're all just raging in this place. You know, obviously we've been drinking Margs, or I had. Hopefully they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, uh, Casa Vieja is a prime spot in our hometown, Hendersonville. Yeah, if you've ever been here, you've been to Casa. And that is just the go-to spot for anyone that gets brought here. Yeah, it is. For some reason. Yeah, for some reason. For we don't know why. Reason. It's 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 average food, but, yeah. but whatever. No free yeah, shout-outs. You know. <laughs> well, you just did, so yeah. really. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so Juve will beat Leon. Leon lost Memphis to pie, um, noted former uh, Manchester United player. He's been very, very good for a long time. Didn't really fit in with the Man United system. Um, I'm a big fan of him, though. I think he's an exciting player. Um, sadly, he's out um, with an injury for the rest of the year, so they look like trash. Um, he got them through the he got them through group play, and once they were there, it's like they didn't know what to do towards the end of it without him. So I'm assuming we're gonna, uh, we as in Juventus are going to batter them pretty good. Uh, I don't really see them having much of a chance. I hate saying that as an opposition opposition side, but they really, without Memphis, just aren't the same player. Um, and then the game that will be on TV is Real Madrid versus Man City, and that's a people pleaser. Real Madrid, obviously, um, Los Blancos, one of the maybe the biggest soccer um, team in the world. Uh, brand wise at least so people love to watch real man city on the up and up uh i cheer for man city in the pl all my friends were man united fans growing up so i just wanted to give them a middle finger uh, it wasn't much fun as a kid but nowadays it's it's nice talking trash to them now man but, city they have a two-year ban on the postseason correct two-year ban on champions league yeah but that doesn't affect this year it starts next year starts next year okay. but also might get appealed uh, they have to appeal by march 5th and i'm certain they will so it won't it's, even happen. It see that's the thing is that's concerning. I think because if it doesn't happen, I think we're just gonna have more money than ever to shell out. Um, and if it doesn't happen, we're definitely gonna keep Pep. But if it does, I'm worried Pep might leave, jump ship. But look like he might head over to Juventus, so I'd be okay with that. Everywhere Pep goes, he wins. Mm-hmm. Pretty much won a Champions League at every different place he's been to. He's a legend. Yeah, absolute yeah. legend. You know, when you can go to Bayern, uh, uh, or you can go Barca, Bayern, and Man City and just win all the time when you're there, it's pretty incredible. It's time to go to Italy. Yeah, you know, why not? Like. Test the yeah. waters. He should just come it. to America. Dude, he would never. <laughs> he would never. Just coach Team USA. He can be like Zilton. Oh. He's not a player. He's a manager. No, Pep, yeah. Oh. Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking about Pep now. Guardiola, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bald guy, good looking See, dude. this is my knowledge Probably of soccer, guys. Klopp. Caleb is a soccer fan in training. I'm a, yeah. I'm a degenerate soccer him. fan. We're yeah. teaching him. But, yeah, Real, um, they've been putting on good performances lately. Uh, they look good. I mean, right now, they're not necessarily convincing. Um, Man City aren't either, though. Both teams look good, and they grind out wins. But Ugly wins. This could go either way. Uh, this Real could ugly. really go either way. Um, I think first, this first game is in Madrid. Because um, I don't think Real won their group, and I think Man City did. Uh, I could have that flip flop though, but yeah. So it'll be fun. Like this is genuinely exciting because these are two really good game, really good teams. 
um, who don't necessarily have it all figured out right now. Not um, by any means. Just due to injuries um, and co- in with Real, it's coaching adjustments. And with Man City, it's just stringing it all together this year. They've had trouble the whole way through. But, uh, yeah, that's all I've really got. I'm excited. Uh, Champions League is back. This is like my favorite time of the year. Champions League soccer is more exciting than any other form. It's just more high intensity. It's bigger. It's faster. It's it's so fun to watch. Sun's out. The weather's getting nice, and we got some nice soccer yeah. to watch. If you're it's, not, it's in, if you're listening fun. to this and you're not a soccer fan at all, watch one of these games. Like watch a Champions League game. Go don't go watch a Premier League game on a Saturday. On next Wednesday, watch Real Madrid versus Man City. It is going to be exciting. Even if you're not a soccer fan, you can find this enjoyable and at least dip your toe in. If you don't like it, back out. But this is something that's going to be pretty fun to watch. And pick one of those teams yeah. to cheer for. If you're not even a soccer be, fan, it, go ahead. Just pick a team, throw some money on it, why not? Just mm-hmm. have, have a reason to watch the game. That's why, I mean, I started getting into soccer just because I was fooling around through some money on one game. I actually like it. It's, it's fun to watch. There may not be a lot of action all the time, but there is if you if you learn the sport. There's always action. There's also not commercials for 50 minutes at a time. Also that it's 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 a lot of just it's, continuous it's play. Amazing. It's time, great. Time flows. Yeah. It's really easy to yeah. just get lost in a soccer match. It really is, and it's fun to cheer for. If you pick a team and you, they get close to scoring, you find yourself involved real quick, getting jumping out of your seat and having fun yeah. with it. We will always welcome new members to the Juventus bandwagon, but just know people will call you a Ronaldo lover. And they will hate you for it. So, if you do jump on with us, that's what you're in for, man. Hop on Real Madrid. It's not the cool thing to do right now. Because that's actually we're, true. We're kind of, we win ugly. Oh. And people get mad for some reason that we win ugly yeah. games, even though we're winning games. Which that's... we weren't doing before Zidane came back. So, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a team, but I'll figure it out soon enough. Yeah. But, uh, I'll bring you on. some options next week. We'll talk about it. Sounds good to me. We'll, we'll bring like a dartboard and we'll put pictures. Oh, and just wherever you hit, you got to pick. All right, I'm down. Let's do it. That may be how we do our betting for soccer from now on. Is we, <laughs> we just put the teams on a dartboard and just throw That's one, so see what happens. Yeah. Video content coming soon. <laughs> uh, moving on, the NBA returns Thursday. Finally. Uh, feels like it's been, you know, an all-star weekend. Yeah, very, very, very dragon sports besides college ball and hockey, really. I mean, <laughs> soccer. Soccer's around. <coughs> Champions League, but... For your avid, just regular, I guess, casual sports fan, NBA is off, so you're not yeah, watching a whole lot of sports But also, Champions right League is like 2 in the afternoon. Also so. very true. A lot of people are at work. I kind of took a break betting this week because of that, because I really, I've seen stuff, and I've been like, I don't really like that. I don't really care to put that out there, so I feel kind of took a little break. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more NBA, MLB, uh, NFL-oriented. XFL is throwing a loop in everything, because how the hell do you bet on teams you've never seen? You know? That's the point. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're just kind of guessing right now, and it's getting easier. But and we're we're analyzing, but like it's it's fun. You know, it gets it you involved fun. in the sport. It gets you it helps you learn a little bit. Like Zach is MLB and all that. I I I got hockey. I, I may not be doing great right now. But I don't know anything. Yeah, about hockey, I know enough so. about hockey. I've been following that sport the longest. So that's like, my that's yeah. my extra incentive besides soccer and all this. I bring hockey to the table. Been using this time to get adjusted to the college basketball scene a little bit more, trying to figure out who I think is going to win the tournament. This is definitely the toughest year yeah. for it. It's, it's very up in the air. a long time. There's a lot of teams. Like San Diego State, it's like they're, they're ridiculous. They're, they're top five. But like, Isn't they're, that where Kawhi went? Yeah, Kawhi went there. But they, they haven't been good like this in a while. You got Dayton's up there in the top five, just kind of some random teams up there that you're not used to seeing very much. Filling out brackets is going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. It's going, to be, it's going to be fun this year, You know though. what? But I feel like this might be the year where someone just picks it all because it's so wild. Oh, it's yeah. just wild. I, like, this would be one of those 
for real March Madness tournaments where anyone's winning at the end. But at the end of the day, you can have nine teams who are going to win it. You never know. Oh, exactly. Dude, there might be more than nine this year. Literally anyone, I think, could take it. You have all sorts of teams that could just go on some crazy run and win it. Like we were talking about North Carolina earlier. They've lost 13 games probably within the last minute of the game. Yeah, somewhere in there. And they have like 11 wins, but they are for sure a tournament-caliber team, and they're not going to make it. And it's it's not it, – it, it sucks because they could definitely, you know, they can make a run to the Elite Eight. But when you're losing close games, I guess, do you really deserve to be there? Maybe not. But they're definitely the caliber team to be there, and it sucks that you're not going to be able to see them unless they win the ACC bracket or Especially the ACC tournament. Cole Anthony is just so fun to watch. He's going to go top five probably in – if he goes, I know he battled with an injury earlier, but I don't see him staying in that system if they're losing. Yeah, all uh, they all they really got looking forward to is trying to beat Duke the second time. They get to play him one more time. That's pretty much their season right they there. Got Maybe robbed a, the yeah, they time. definitely got robbed. Trey Jones, he took it right out of their hands yeah. twice, and you just can't fault a guy for doing that. Like it's it's a tough loss, but it, it's part of it. It's part of college basketball. But back to NBA. Uh, first thing we're going to talk about: Reggie Jackson bought out by the Pistons. Um, heading to the Clippers. Noted Pistons podcast. Not Noted Pistons, Pistons podcast. podcast. This is the this is the bulk of what we're talking about. Not today a Pistons podcast. The Pistons. Detroit. No, uh, uh, didn't understand the situation. I'm guessing it's just because J Bone. Yeah, he sucks. No, <laughs> no. I, I don't know. I don't know if we're tra- like. To me, this looks like buying him out. To me, looks like we're trying to clear cap space to bring someone in. I don't want to do that. I don't know. It would be for free agency. Yeah, I don't know what guard you're going to target. Reggie probably, Reggie probably sat there and said, "Hey, I'm I'm not going to come back. I don't want to play anymore for here." Yeah, he's like, I mean, they worked together. They probably had a very small buyout compared to what it could have been. Yeah. so that he could walk. Yeah, and honestly, big ups to Reggie. He played for us for years and did you know created some fun moments for us. Um, hmm. Got him to was, the playoffs a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and Bo was mostly just a volume shooter mm-hmm. uh, that can never fully string it together as a starter. He was always more of a six man. He uh, he's not a very good floor general. He can't run the offense very well. That's why he just know. shoots. They've been they've been they've been struggling scoring. He's coming out and shooting one for sixteen in games, and you yeah, know, it doesn't like, help. He's not he's not good enough. I mean, he's a good. He's a, he's a solid you know You're off the bench player. Yeah, he's enough. just not good enough to be out there shooting all these shots and. Not doing anything with it. I mean, Derrick Rose can come out and shoot the bulk of the shots, but when he comes back, they're going to let him start. I think they're going to bring Jay Bow in and put Jordan Bowden, Jordan Bowden, Jordan Bone off the bench as the backup point guard, and maybe give him some extended run. Maybe he's been looking good in the G League, and they brought him up, and he's on the active roster right now. Yeah, he's I just mean, not getting any minutes. The only other guards really, uh, you know, you don't have any ball handlers. Bruce Brown, he's. He plays more like small forward. Yeah, he plays though. forward. He's like a, he, he's like a point he, forward. He does handle the he ball. Does handle, he's he's like, he does handle the Yeah, he's a he's yeah. a point forward for sure. But he he definitely I would say doesn't fit the ideal point guard spot for them. Yeah, that's they fair. need a backup guard. The whole goal for this move, and it makes not getting rid of Derrick Rose even worse, mm-hmm. is that they're just trying to rebuild. And they're trying to go instant rebuild. But I think I don't think Derrick wanted to leave is the problem. Don't think so. Derrick's yeah. having fun now. Because he really, he's he has come out and said he's really loving Detroit and has had um, a great time being here. So I think he didn't want to leave. So they were just like, well, if he wants to stay, let's just let us let him ride out this contract. Which is what? It's just a year, yeah. right? I think it's just a year. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just a one year. So, so he, He'll probably resign for cheap for a discount because he, he's having his best season he's had in a while. Yeah, and he's time. loving it, man. He's not like – to be fair to him – He's not having to compete for a championship or anything. He doesn't have that spotlight he's on him. He's playing ball. Yeah, he's just playing ball, literally. And I think I think he's at the point in his career where 
he just wants to have a little fun as opposed to having you know all that pressure on him constantly he's happy to be playing still yeah because at the level that he's playing he went when he got traded to new york uh, the video that came out with him crying about how he got called and was told when he was leaving chicago he was heartbroken and everyone knows it sent him down a path where he was just not showing up to the knicks he was it was just a bad time for him and now that he's happy in detroit why would he want to stop that yeah He's just going to be a vet, mentor veteran player from here on out. Yeah, and he's and he's probably going to retire in Detroit. He might go back to Chicago on like a one day contract and retire. But yeah, he's the type of guy to be a homebody. Yeah, like obviously that's why he loves Chicago. I think he's found a second home in Detroit, which is shocking. But um, people there are makes nice. me happy. Pe- they people really are nice. Blake Griffin said he's had he's been much happier in Detroit than he ever was in Los Angeles. I read a whole long article about it. He's like. It's because when you're in L.A. or New York or something like that, you're under the spotlight, and it's it's a spotlight, but it's also a microscope at the same time, where there's always shine on you, but people are always minimalizing like everything and breaking down every little thing that you do. In Detroit, he he was talking about, man, I just go to a diner, I eat there, and the people are just like, thank you for what you're doing for us. We don't really like get to have fun like this. We don't really get these kind of players and we're just grateful to have anything. So I think that's probably what Derek's going through too. These people are, these older veterans are finding that like, man, they just want to have fun where they're playing. And that's, that brings more wins usually than anything else does. So, you know, good for them. And I, I, I'll gladly keep them both on the payroll if, if they're enjoying life like that. Very true. Um, but rumors are he's heading out to LA to the Clippers. I would have thought the Lakers just because, Lakers are in more need of a point guard. They're um, still going to get J.R. Smith. Uh, they're not letting him go. Cavs, Cavs aren't releasing him. Uh, <coughs> but the Clippers oh, roster bro. now includes Pat Beverly, Landry Shamit, Lou Will, uh, Paul George, Kawhi, Marcus Morris, Jermichael Green, Zubach, and Montrezl Harrell, along with Reggie Jackson. That's a championship team right there. Where are Reggie Jackson's minutes coming in? They're not. I don't know. It, like... I don't, I don't know how much of a point guard they're using him as as much as a spot-up shooter. You know, like, yeah, he can take the ball down, but well, they're I'm kind of feeling he, he's in the game for threes. Well, it makes me think for that shooting. good luck. Pat, for Bev, 16. Pat Bev is still hurt, correct? I don't know. I it don't makes me think – I'm, I'm, I'm 90% sure Pat Bev is still hurt. It makes me think his injury is a lot more serious than they let on him initially because they were having Landry jo- – not Landry Jones <laughs> – Landry Shamit start in place of him. Sham God. Kawhi and Paul George, Harrell and Zubach. Not Harrell. Uh, dang, who's their four starter? Is it Green? Does Green start for them? Who's their four? Matras. No, he's the backup. Oh, okay. Isn't it I Marcus don't know. Now? Oh, yeah, Marcus Morris. That's right. Marcus Morris starts at the four, Zubach at center. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I know. A brain play. <laughs> I forgot he was on the team for a second. But his minutes have got to be coming where Pat Bev's are. And I think Pat Bev is hurt, and they looked for Reggie Jackson as a point guard to come in and be able to carry the load enough while he's out. He might be out to the playoffs. It hasn't. I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure. He might be back. I don't think Reggie Jackson's minutes could come anywhere else other than splitting time with Pat and Lou Williams. Landry Shamit plays the guard. He doesn't really ball handle it when he's in. He's just a spot up. Lou Williams ball handles, but they want him just spotting up. Maybe he's handling it too much. There's just a lot of backcourt indifference there because they do play Paul George at shooting guard a lot as well. Maybe they're going to strictly let him and Kawhi split time. Maybe they're going to run one of them with the second unit. I don't know. 
just... it'll be interesting to see what they'd come out with but that's a lot of that, that's a really odd pickup for how much depth they already had at the position i don't know why he doesn't go to the lakers they just put caruso aka the goat at their backup and then but uh, I don't know why they don't just put Reggie Jackson as the starter, put Caruso at the two or at the secondary position, back up, and get Rondo out of there. Cause yeah, he's, they, he's been they, he's been a lot better. They don't play till Friday, right? The Clippers. I don't uh, think they play yeah, tomorrow. I don't think play tomorrow. So yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what they roll out because the minutes have got to come somewhere. They didn't just sign him for no reason. He's yeah. got to be. He's going to be getting time somewhere. Mm. I just don't know if it's going to be more than fifteen to twenty minutes a game, if that. Um, moving on to the next bit of news, Demari Carroll and Jeff Green going to the Rockets solidifies their uh, small ball lineup that they're running. Um, Jeff Green, lightning in a bottle every once in a while. I mean, he was good for the Cavs in their 2016 run. Um, he just he's, done, he's, he's, a me- a whole lot. he's a mediocre shooter. He's 33% for his entire career. I mean, he's not in there to shoot. He's 6'9", so I'm definitely thinking he's going to play it a different role, kind of a, the big man role. Kind of weird. Damari Carroll played for the Spurs. I didn't even know that. I didn't know he was on the Spurs. Um, he played 15 games this year for the Spurs. He's shooting 23% from the three. God awful this year. Popovich is the smartest coach probably in any sport. Um, may, I, I would take out soccer. I don't know enough about soccer. Uh, people win a lot of championships in soccer. Yeah. Um, but, but Pep is the same level as Pop. You would think so? Yeah. Okay. That's fair. They they would be equals of each other. Yeah. So uh, you got to think them just letting DeMar Carroll go makes you think they had no use for him. I mean, he was already out of the rotation. Yeah. Uh, I, he wasn't coming back. I think his, he got his, he got rotated out with Lonnie Walker emergence coming on and being able to play backup small forward and split time with Rudy Gay. They also have Trey Lyles playing the four. There's just no really – there's no real spot for Demario Carroll on the Spurs. They had DeRozan back to his small forward spot. They were running kind of a small ball lineup on the guard with DeJounte Murray, Patrick Mills, and Brian Forbes, Derek White. There's just no spot for him on the, the Spurs, and I think Demario Carroll fits perfectly with this uh, this Rockets team. I know it's a small ball lineup, but he can also – they couldn't run P.J. Tucker out there for 40 minutes a night. He's just too old. It's going to be a weird lineup to compete, yeah. though. It's going to be very odd, but Demario Carroll and Jeff Green, I think, bring a different – approach to it they're both a little bit more gritty and we'll go out there and get the loose balls they'll go out there and play hardcore defense they'll get you a couple fouls if you need to they're also pretty solid rebounders they may not be very good scorers but they will rebound the ball for you and bring an energetic type of rebounding defensive effort to the team so i think they're both going to fit in perfectly there with what they're trying to do it almost seems like they're trying to just to fade out hardenstein completely they don't even want him anymore they, they, they really are just committing to this small ball lineup, and it's very different, and it's very interesting to see how it's going to work out for them here on out, especially going into the playoffs. They might be able to knock out some of the bigger teams, but it it's just... They go against the Nuggets, yeah. they're not going to win. It's too, that, I think, I think it's too inventive for this with how the, the big men can... They, they're a little bit mobile than most teams want to like admit. Big men can guard the three-point line well enough. They may not be the quickest. They may not be able to keep up with them in fast break offenses, but if you get put down in a half-court offense, I think the Rockets lose 90% of the time. They could lose to the Thunder in the playoffs. Yeah. Just because Steven Adams is there, Gallinari has a great shot. You just got to slow Alexander's him down. Alexander's good, and Chris Paul's out there. That's the thing. It's like you can't let this team come out and shoot 75 threes. If you come out and stop them and slow them down even just a little bit, it's going to do all the difference for you. If they lost to the Thunder in the playoffs, 
the absolute sheer just mass of content that would come in. Oh yeah, Westbrook would, would be getting torched. Twitter's getting shut oh, down. Oh my god, it would be so amazing. I would love it. Chris Paul. Would I would be love that too, actually. One, dude. Just just for the fun, one. just for the memes. I'd I'm here for it. it. Let's go, Thunder and Rockets playoffs. Dude, that would be hilarious. Our last bit of news, because we are a Pistons podcast, got to talk about Andre. Andre Drummond comes out, says the Cavs are in turmoil, says they're worse off than the Pistons were. Oof. That's a, that's a big deal. I mean, Oof. they've been <laughs> – I could see it. I mean, you keep two veterans who have – Tristan Thompson's going to be almost faded out of the – not faded out of the rotation. He's not going to be here much longer at the end of the year. Kevin Love, the guy, it. yeah, a guy who wanted to be traded was like, I love my teammates. I just hate being here. Like they changed, uh, <laughs> it's Cleveland, bro. It, like, yeah. What did they change coaching? They they changed head coaches. Yeah, John, I mean, Beeline came out there, called him a bunch of thugs. They go out there, start playing music with thug, uh, the word thug in it, and just right in front of his face, blaring it loud and proud, which they should because they're yeah. not thugs. That was messed up. Um, and finally, the Cavs are taking action over that. They're like, no, all right, you let. Get out of here. And they're bringing in a guy who I like, J.B. Bickerstaff. He, he was the bench coach. He's the assistant coach. And uh, he, he's younger. He's he's a solid guy. The guys seem to gravitate around him a lot. So it'll be exciting to see. It's almost it, – it reminds me of a better Ty Lue situation to where we used to have David Blatt, and they were like, he just ain't got it. Ty Lue's got it. Bring him in. That was kind of like a LeBron decision. This is more like a, there is a problem with our head coach, and we know this assistant coach can do more, so let's have him play. Let's have him do especially because we're not in a situation where we're going to lose or we're going to keep rebuilding yeah. if we have Andre. We want to start winning so we can convince him to stay so that we can build something quicker. Um, yeah. And that's kind of the goal at the end of the day is to build something as fast as you can. That's what they want. I'm sure he was shocked when he got to Cleveland and was like, oh my God, Detroit was in shambles, but what is this? <laughs> you have to think they knew, though. Like, Detroit probably been talking around the league, and someone's probably been like, Cleveland, they're just messed up over there. Yeah. Like, they got they got some crazy stuff going on over yeah, there. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, like, perfect. He, he, he saw the pass, and it's like one path was the Detroit Pistons front office just, you know, on fire. Everyone's just sitting there, and it's, you know, chilling, like, it's whatever. You're just kind of sitting in their own hell for a second. And then you go see the Cleveland side. It's like they're sitting in their own hell, but it's actually frozen it's over. It's like post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's like post-apocalyptic. There's like tumbleweeds going everywhere. <laughs> you can just clearly tell like this desk hasn't been sat at in like 30 years. Kevin, like Toilet Kevin, paper doesn't Yeah, there's no anymore. toilet paper. They don't even have working like vending <laughs> they machines. They got sandpaper. They got to pay for their own drinks. Like it's ridiculous. But there. somehow Kevin Love has set up a secret base underground where he plays uh, golf onto a VR yeah. simulator. <laughs> yeah. The, the, their practice facility is like they don't in even practice trees. They practice in the dark. They don't have lights. <laughs> That's why they can't score. They, they they can't. They practice in the dark. They don't even see the ball coming. Like uh, we'll it's say rough there. There were two Cavaliers out at the Belmont basketball game um, last week. We are a Cavaliers yeah. podcast. Yeah, we are a Bruins podcast. <laughs> yeah. As well. yeah, facts. Go Belmont. Um, but they had uh, noted Belmont alumnus um, Dylan Windler. And uh, who? Vandy alum Darius Garland. Yeah, 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 Darius Garland. They came out. National natives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense why. And the Bruins here. did get the win over Murray State. John Morant's former former team. Winther was a baller at Belmont. 
Yeah, he was sick. That dude. dude's so nasty. He had a he had a what he a leg, leg injury. Yeah, he yeah. had his leg. He has a leg injury. He's out for the season. Man, I know. Be exciting as a three point shooter. Sadly, he's never good. got to. Yeah. He's a good player. Oh, dude, Dylan Winter reminds me a lot of like how Duncan Robinson plays. Like that's what I'm saying. If like, they let him just come out there and run shooting. around on the three point line and put up 15 threes, mm-hmm. he's gonna and make he eight can or nine of them. Too, yeah, he he's a big like, body. He's not too. afraid to go in the lane. He could play forward like. He he's a he's an interesting prospect for them moving forward. It sucks he got hurt and he's been hurt most this year, but he he could help build something there if they get out some of the the toxicity in that organization. Yeah, I think they're trying. You know, mm-hmm. get rid of the head coach. But they're trying to do something. Yeah. That's for sure. Draymond or not Draymond. Andre Drummond showed up and said, "Get this motherfucker out of here." Like yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. It's fine with me. Hopefully, we'll finish above the Pistons now. That's nice. We're four games behind them. Just so you guys know, the Hornets are dead last. The Hornets are still going to beat the Pistons. They are now one game behind them. Uh, Nineteen um, and eighteen. All right, we got two topics left. Let's we let's wrap it left. up. Yeah. <laughs> when you rant about every single topic, it's hard to get through it. Shit. <laughs> it's part of it. Damn. Uh, Just joking, man. Relax. Uh, Joe Burrow. People are telling him to hold out if he's drafted by the Bengals. This is similar to. Uh, an Eli Manning situation from is that back with the in the day. Chargers? With the Chargers. So the Chargers were eager to pick Eli. Archie Manning came out, said he doesn't want to play with the Chargers. He's going to hold out the whole season if he gets picked by them. The Chargers were like, huh, okay. That's kind of odd. What do we do about that? And Archie was like, well, he really wants to go to the Giants. So basically, he tied the Chargers' hands and the Giants' hands together. And the Giants forfeited like it was. They forfeited like five draft picks or something, and a couple veterans, and they got Eli Manning out of it. And uh, the Chargers ended up with like they got Ladanian Tomlinson out of it. They got Philip Rivers. They got a bunch of people. But basically, the Chargers back then were in not a similar situation to um, to where the Bengals are now, and that's just because. The Chargers had gone through Ryan Leaf, who sucked, Drew Brees, who had a shoulder injury, and they completely mismanaged it. And then they were going to take a third quarterback in like five years. And that was a bad situation. The Bengals, they have an exciting young coach. They have a quarterback who, I mean, he led them to the playoffs a couple times. Andy Dalton's not the worst quarterback in the world. They're trying to ship him out. Yeah, which they should. Yeah, he's definitely not the best. They need to get all they can for him, though. But, I mean, they're building something. They have... Some talent, not a lot. They, I think they're in a better situation than the Chargers were at that point, and the Chargers ended up just fine. Um, still didn't win a Super Bowl or anything. Didn't win an AFC championship, so that kind of sucks. But, I mean, they're not – I mean, they're still a decent team. Yeah, I think what's going on there – I think what's going to happen is – I mean, they are they are an interesting team to watch, and they they have some pieces around the quarterback situation. But A.J. Green is washed. He's out of there. He's going to be somewhere else. He's injury-prone. They don't really have any kind of receivers. They got uh, John, Tyler Ross. Boyd, John Ross. They got, I mean, they got Tyler Boyd and John Ross. Tyler, Tyler Boyd can't be a one, I don't think, very well. And John Ross was hurt, was hurt a lot of this year. They looked good at the beginning, I will say. But I think Joe Burrow, what's going to happen with him is something's going to happen, and I think he ends up in Detroit. Which, ironically enough, of course, it's Detroit. But I think he ends up in Detroit and plays for the Lions with 
This is a Detroit Lions podcast. <laughs> it is, because I am a Lions fan. Caleb's of having a public note. <laughs> I don't even want to finish my fan. thought because it's about Detroit. I don't think I don't think Burrow ends up in Detroit. I think if anyone, they're they get looking to for a, a quarterback. Yeah, they'd get to it. No, nah, see, I think Miami's going to get to it, th- or they're going to trade up to get Miami, or Miami's going to trade up to get to a. The Bengals are going to draft Joe Burrow and trade back to where the Lions pick and give him Joe Burrow, and they're going to figure it out. Joe Burrow is going to end up on the Lions playing with Kenny Galladay, Mar- not Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin yeah. Jones and third guy. None. To be honest, uh, I might, TJ Hawkinson. TJ I'm, Hawkinson. I might eat my words for this, but I think anyone who drafts to a top five is taking a fat L. They're taking a very big risk on him. Because you have he, no idea how he's going to come back. And even if he does come back, he could just be, like, average. Like, and or it could just be injury prone over again. Like that's just an L to me taking him that early. That's why he's gonna end up in like Miami. a top five pick is a pick that you're supposed to take where you know it's a stud regardless. Like I like the Redskins the, through all of this because yeah. Chase Young is going to the Redskins. Oh yeah, that's a he lot. is a stud. I'm it's sure they're already talking. Well, that's what that's what it is too. Like the Bengals are apparently like they're giving the nod to like yeah we're taking Burrow at one. Like they're yeah. trying to do they're doing the same thing like. Yeah, we're taking them, but we're not taking them. They're not trying. They're trying to keep it hush hush. But it's very known that they they're probably taking them at one. And I just, it would not shock me if they trade him the same day after they he's been yeah. taken. Also, wouldn't be shocked if he, if he just sticks it out. Nah, no way. I, uh, it, it's a lot of talk from everyone else rather yeah, than not Burrow. from him. Yeah, well, there, there hasn't been, been a lot from Burrow. Burrow's an Ohio like guy. He's from Ohio. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that he'd bring back the Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. Faster than Baker brought back the Browns. Fair enough. Well, he never did. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's gonna do it quicker. Um, but Burrow probably go number one. Lions at three probably gonna draft an offensive lineman because they're dumbasses. <laughs> um, no, we actually need a lineman. Uh, but <laughs> I think we're Lions going fan. on. That's right. I think we're going on the defensive side more than anything. They were talking about um, the cornerback from Ohio State. I pronounced his name wrong, so I'm not even gonna try. It's like a Cuda or something. Oh yeah, Cuda. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a that would be monster cool, quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna try to replace Darius Slay because Darius Slay wants the fuck out of there. We're gonna trade him. They're not paying him. He's a top five corner, and he they won't even give him top ten money. He's technically in past defenses the best cornerback since twenty fourteen, and they don't want to pay him. They don't want to pay him at, at all. They, like they were like, what about like fourteen million a year? And they were like, see, I that think is the lowest number you could have came up with. Like, come on. That's why, I mean, I agree with you. They, they they might draft an offensive lineman, but they're going offense in the draft. They they got rid of a defensive captain in Quandre Diggs this season. They just don't give a damn about their defense. They're trying to come Even out there. Even though Matt Patricia's a defensive coach. Yeah. They're just tearing the – They're just tearing it down. They don't want – I mean, they don't have any name out there on the defense besides Darius Slay. That's, they're going to give Matt Stafford in the third pick to the Bengals. For Andy Dalton. For All right, boys. Andy Dalton. For Andy right, Dalton. Let's, let's move on. We're yeah. running long. Let's wrap this you know, up. Terry's, Terry, he's our editor. He's got to edit this later. Uh, got a hard job ahead of him. We don't want to give him too much work. XFL Week 3, Houston versus Tampa Bay. Houston's the favorite. It's a six-and-a-half-point spread. I'm taking Houston uh, to go over that spread because they're going to whoop that ass. Taking Houston as well. Uh, Dallas, yeah, Dallas versus Seattle. Dallas is the favorite. It's a five-point spread. I'm taking Dallas to win by more than five. Yeah, Dallas is going to win that game by two touchdowns. Psych! <sighs> New York versus St. Louis. St. Louis, this is the biggest spread of the week. It's a ten-point spread. I think New York covers, but I'm not sure. St. Louis could just come out and beat ass. Yeah, that spread's kind of ridiculous. I, I'm definitely taking the ten points. It, Matt McGloin could come out and show up and just play ball. 
and go I'm off. I'm gonna sit that one out because I don't think I don't think Matt McGloin's gonna do shit. I'm just saying it would not surprise me if Matt McGloin came up and shut up a lot of people after how he acted last week. He's got a little chip on his shoulder. We'll see. Did what he happens. get pulled though? Would not surprise me if New York loses every game for the rest. I don't of believe he got pulled. RIP my team. Yeah, but he, he did. He, he did got, get he pulled. Half okay, he got pulled Which, one oh, because for, of his for performance. Ripping his coaches. Okay. It was mostly because of his performance. He sucked ass. You can't take that away. Yeah, I mean, yeah. DCLA, DC favorite, eight point spread. Uh, I'm taking DC by more than eight. Wildcat way, go LA. <laughs> Plus <Boo>. eight. <laughs> Josh Johnson train. Yikes! It was worse because it rhymed. I know. Right? Yikes! Um, that's all we got for you this week. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it ran so yeah, long. Yeah, ran a little long. Okay. Apparently, I ran a rant a lot. Today. You yeah. do rant a lot. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, we this has been episode four of Take Your Picks podcast, otherwise otherwise known as TYP number four. We appreciate any, any and all support. Uh, we're gonna try and be on Apple Music, or excuse me, Apple Podcasts and Spotify by the beginning of next week. Um, just hoping that someone uh, gets our logo secured. I'm not gonna point any fingers, but I am pointing a finger at the person right now. Anyone is is a digital art design. Hit, hit me up. Oh my god! <laughs> it's been man. three hours. No one's listening to this, this part man. of the pod. <laughs> uh, but all right, appreciate it. This podcast has been uh, produced and sh- distributed by Questionable Media. Big thank you to our sponsor, Synth and Co. Um, go look at their merch or clothes, I should say, at www.synthandco.com. Thank you so much. Thank you to Zach Hawkins. Thank you, Caleb Head. Thanks, guys. Bye.